Blog Talk Radio. So 
as we're going to talk tonight a little bit about the um, the emerging nature of the Divine Mother, because Jupiter represents a high spirituality, because it rules Sagittarius, and Cancer is, is the maternal energy. So we're going to bring those two energies together. We can see how already that effect has happened on at least our national level. We have this huge grand trine that keeps going in and out. I know I did a show two or three weeks ago when um, when Venus was first going into Cancer, then Mercury went into Cancer. Right now we have a Mercury retrograde, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. But um, uh, now the Sun is in Cancer and the Moon is in Pisces. The Moon has moved a little bit since this morning, but earlier this morning it was in a perfect conjunction with Neptune. And so we had the Sun conjunct Jupiter, trine the Moon conjunct Neptune, all trine Saturn. So kind of a really big grand trine with both the Sun and the Moon in water. And um, the the general feeling, again, about all of those planets being in water, because the Moon is still in Pisces right now tonight, and it will be all day tomorrow, is... Again, emotionalism, um, caretaking each other, uh, kind of an insightful, introspective time, an ability to go within, an ability to also understand where someone else is coming from. It touches on our most basic connections to each other, water, and on every level, whether it's Cancerian, Scorpio, or Piscean, there it it represents the energy that permeates water permeates if we sit it on a surface it soaks in so there's a lot of energy right now globally that's soaking in and even if it's not simulating us on an emotional level let's say we're not feeling necessarily more emotional still intuition empathy compassion imagination that's another really big good one for water are soaking into us. And with it, they're soaking in um, the other planets that are out there as part of a global symphony, you know, like thinking of um, a planetary symphony. I like thinking of the chart at any given moment, like the notes in a symphony. And they're playing all together. And so there's a harmony that we see in the chart between the planets and the interaction that they have with each other. So if Venus is in Leo and Mars is in Gemini, and Uranus is in Aries, and Pluto is in Capricorn, those energies are also soaking into us through a level of empathy and compassion and intuition that we're experiencing with six other planets in water, six of them, six out of ten. So it's a lot. That's elementally a lot. I think it's really nice that the other three elements are still represented, Mars is in Gemini, so hopefully we're having communication. Hopefully we feel more motivated to communicate, whether that's by mail or text or phone or on a, you know, uh, on a show by calling in, you know, that there's a that there's a feeling of wanting to communicate, a proactive level of communication that we're having. And um fire, Uranus is in Aries, so we still have again the you know the rebellious individual we still have the the you know edward snowden 
who's who 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 rises up against the Pluto and Capricorn. We still have those people, and regardless of how you might think of him or not, he's still representing that Uranus in Aries. This um, rebellious individual who feels like he needs to go up against it because it's a square. It's Uranus square Capricorn. Uranus square Pluto in Capricorn. And so the energy is very um, combative in a way. It's not a harmonious kind of unification between a Uranian energy, which is a freedom-based energy, and a Plutonic energy, which is sort of control and transformation-based, but at the you know behest of the people that have that control. And in this case, it's Capricorn, so it's government, corporations, religious organizations, institutions in general, as personified by Capricorn. So all authority figures. And yet we still were able to see that, um, like for instance in our Supreme Court decision, that the Uranian individuals were certainly the gay plaintiff couples. They were the ones that were saying that you know their rights weren't being um being observed and it went up against and actually created change in the system so you can see where um the uranian pushback against the authoritative um entity whatever that authoritative entity is is the government it's a court system it's a corporation it's someone's job this is happening all around us all the time this is not just happening on a national platform or on a global level it's happening in people's offices people people are experiencing right in their in their offices and in their office spaces um and and between individuals and and even probably their um their structured religious groups that there are people that are rising up to question the authority of the group the the, the and it can be experienced as quite oppressive plutonic energy pluto especially in capricorn because it's representing the authoritative structure of capricorn mixed with a very sort of aggressive pluto energy can be very aggressive so you know but we still have fire earth Pluto in Capricorn, and air, Mars in Gemini, represented. A few hours ago, even, um, Saturn, uh, Venus was also in Cancer, so there were seven planets in water, but even then, we still had the other three elements represented in the chart. So let's just touch on the Mercury retrograde. Mercury is retrograde in Cancer. It's going to be there for a couple of weeks and a few days. And um, it's reinforcing the uh, sun in Cancer and Jupiter's movement into Cancer. So it's almost like, okay, we've had some forward movement in Cancerian thinking. We've had some forward movement there. I think the retrograde Mercury might even make us, you know, reconsider. You, you see that there's this thing going on with Paula Dean, but then you see, and, and some of that is understandable, and the corporations don't necessarily want to be associated with that. They don't like that brand uh, and what that does to their brand to say that they, you know, a sponsor uh, has this thing on the outside. I think the same thing happened at Tiger Woods for obviously different reasons. Um, but still, sponsors don't really like 
Corporate sponsors don't really like when their representatives are tainted by something in their personal life that's scandalous. And yet, there's a thing going on that I saw in the media that has to do with uh, not so much like, oh, poor Paula Dean, you know, not that, but that everyone deserves a second chance. And I even saw that um, the Home Shopping Network, they, they said that in their release, that they were going to distance themselves from her right now for a time being, but they weren't going to cut her off because they were going to see how this played out because they ultimately felt that everyone deserved a second chance. I feel that that energy is very Cancerian. So meaning that it's it's a maternal energy to say, um, you know, okay, we all make mistakes and we can love each other still. It's what a mother does for a child, right? A child can probably be a continual um, place of disappointment for a parent based on that child's behavior. And yet the parent doesn't give up on them. They don't stop loving them. They don't stop nurturing them. They don't stop protecting them. They don't stop all of the Cancerian things, the maternal kind of love that comes out. So Socially, it's a part of what it is, what it, what we're learning, that we're learning about a kind of emerging goddess energy. And it's funny because it's something that I've been, um, I've been very personally aware of probably for 30 years and was very much when I first discovered the concept of the goddess, you know, God the father, God the mother, the goddess, that that, that energy represented in Kabbalah the two pillars that are on either side like god the merciful and and um and and god the stern you know that there was that there was mercy and that there was strictness and that obviously the strict parent is supposed to be daddy and the merciful parent is mommy and so if god is both of those things then there's a balance in our judgment there's a balance in us being judged between a stern, absolute kind of someone has done this and therefore they deserve this doled out as justice, or someone has done this, but have they learned from the experience? Do we need to be so harsh on them in order for us to rectify or balance what it is that they did? Are they doing some of that themselves? And that's why often, you know, obviously they have that expression, throw yourself on the mercy of the court. That comes when someone has remorse. You know, no one throws themselves on the mercy of anything if they're not feeling remorseful for what they did. And so mercy leans on that side. So this is why even in the Paula Dean example, she's going out there and she's sort of asking for forgiveness and expressing where she's coming from and asking for a second chance and hoping that the public and that her people will be merciful with her for this mistake that she made. This is very Cancerian, and so I think it's a part that we're adding to the equation. We're certainly adding it to the Uranian-Pluto square because we're about to make a T-square in the next couple of months, and um, I'm sure in the coming months I'll have a complete show on the T-square between Jupiter, Uranus, and Pluto. It's very important that it's happening this year. But um, but for right now, we can say that this grand trine that we keep seeing over the course of almost a month, that it's been this repeating grand trine in water, is preparing us for Jupiter's entrance into Cancer and Jupiter's influence on the Uranian-Plutonic square. So 
where we have the fight of the individual against the authority figure, we're now going to be adding a kind of compassionate mercy. So who needs that mercy? Does the compassionate, you know, does does the um do the does the individual need that mercy? Does actually the oppressive, you know, authoritarian figure do they need mercy? Um it's possible that both do and that's why we're going to see it um playing out in um in, in, in a certain uh, path in the next year and that Jupiter in Cancer is going to add water to the um, the conflict that's going on between the individual and the authority figure. There's going to be water added to it, which is compassion for the situation in general, compassion for the individual, and then an understanding of how, I guess, authority situations form and how they end up becoming corrupted, I guess is a really good word for Capricorn at some level, because authority situations like governments and corporations and religious organizations and school systems and anything any any organization frankly that 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 goes on for long enough will find corruption within the organization just because of the people who take it over or they lose their original vision statement this is a really nice time for us to rectify some of the corruption that happens in the general um uh corporate and um, governmental uh, institutions. And I think the immigration debate we're going to see really strong, like now we've got the Mercury retrograde, right? Are we compassionate about these young people who are not documented as a part of our country, but maybe have been living here all their lives? And do we have any compassion? Do we have any compassion for them? Are we going to find a level of compassion for them and um, help them find a pathway to citizenship, et cetera, et cetera? Those are the kinds of things that, in our national discussion, are going to be brought about by this Mercury retrograde, and then it will go direct, and it will still be in Cancer, and there'll be really like a full steam ahead into the T square of. Um, Jupiter, Uranus, and Pluto. It's being an interesting ride, folks, and we're really, really seeing some um, really dramatic and beautiful changes. I think for, like, the voting rights, it came down on the side of the authorities, right? The Capricorn fought against the individual and pushed them back. So Pluto and Capricorn was able to sort of dismantle some of that voting rights legislation. However, that will come again. You will see that issue arise again in the Supreme Court in another case because the Uranus and Aries is not going to allow that to stand. And... Um, yeah, there's some there's some very really amazing uh transformational energies out there. Uh good quick time right now to just say I think we should all do a meditation on water. And the meditation on water can be very simple. It can be the idea of sitting in a tub, like a tub in your bathroom, a hot tub, a tidal pool, some place where the water is nice and comfortable and warm and if you just go there for just a minute and relax into it, you'll understand what water does. 
when we soak in water, we actually energetically feel more than in any other entity that the water's capacity to take away and draw away um, negative energy, that it dissolves in water. The idea of bathing and taking baths or Epsom salts or hot tub soaks swimming, going into a pool, um, all of these things are about the discharge of negative energy that can accumulate in our body energetically. It doesn't even have to be in a physical place, but that we can use essential oils or we can use the salts, bath salts and things to draw out physically and energetically toxins from the body. So if we go there for just one minute, and breathe into that warm water and we can feel it all over our whole body up to our chin and we know how that feels. We know how there's a relaxation and a radiance of energy moving out from us into the water. A really pleasant and beautiful experience indeed. So tonight's show is going to be about Jupiter moving into Cancer, which only happened uh yesterday and um and how powerful that is for us moving continuing to move in these years through this new millennium where we know that there's going to be tremendous global change we're aware of that we've reached a tremendous population burden we've reached a tremendous pollutionary burden we've reached a tremendous burden of our natural resources we kind of know that, whether we're consciously facing it or not. Obama gave a speech this week on global warming, the first ever by a really a sitting president at that level. Um, they, there are different things that have come out about population. There's a study from MIT called The Limits to Growth, which is actually quite interesting. If any of you are interested in that, it's called The Limits to Growth. It's a reworking of an old 1970s study that MIT had done, and they found the same results, exact same results, that they predicted in 1974, and that is that you know we're really reaching the peak of planetary capacity that the planet can't really manage the humans doing much more, like trying to extract more out of it than we already are. So what does that mean for us in that movement, you know, in the collective movement? I always like to say there's hope, there's something positive happening, even if there's going to be some disruptive negative experiences, there's something positive happening. What is that positive movement? What are those realizations we need to have? And when I see... Um, Jupiter going into Cancer, I very much, I very much connect with the idea that we all need to understand that part of where we are right now, planetarily, is coming from the love of the Earth. So the love of the Earth, the, Jupiter and Cancer should first and foremost create a consciousness about the Earth, Earth Mother. And, you know, when we talk about God the Mother, God Goddess, when we talk about the Goddess, a lot of times we like to limit it to the Earth and then dualize it, you know, separate it and say that God's out there in the universe in heaven and the Divine Mother is here on Earth. And that's not really the way that it is. Um, the, the, the God Goddess is interacting on the Earth at all times. That's the way that everything continues to reproduce is through the interaction between those two forces. So all planetary, you know, reproduction and regeneration are all happening because the god and the goddess are both present on the earth. And also, 
they're both present in the heavens, if you want to think of it that way. They're both present there also because they're overseeing creation and um, the manifestation, uh, not the manifestation, the maintenance of creation, the maintenance of creation also through the interaction of the god-goddess. You know, it isn't just the goddess that's keeping the house clean. God has some chores too. So there, it's, it's, it's interesting that um, we, we don't do, dualistically separate God into up there in the sky and, and goddess is the earth. Both are interacting in both places. But there's a focus now with Jupiter moving into Cancer on, on the goddess energy goddess goddess the earth the, how the earth has taken care of us how the earth is how the earth has become a um uh you know a place where that nurtures us and gives us home the energy of cancer is very connected to in astrology the fourth house which is the house of home where we live <clears throat> so we have a very strong planet jupiter which is about expansion but it's also about spirituality. It's about a higher form of philosophy. And a lot of times people think that Jupiter just brings goodness. You know, they think, oh, Jupiter just brings goodness, you know. And it brings goodness, but it brings goodness through a higher understanding of philosophical truth. That's the deepest part of Jupiterian energy is that it's functioning through Sagittarius. It rules Sagittarius, therefore all things from Jupiter are about Sagittarius. Sometimes we see a Jupiter transit in someone's chart, and it could represent a lawyer, either in a positive or a negative way, but it can represent a lawyer because Jupiter rules Sagittarius and Sagittarius rules law. And so Jupiter is connected with legal situations, most often than not in a positive way, because you know law is supposed to be positive. It's supposed to help us you know, find the truth. Jupiter in Cancer is like taking that energy, that, um, <clears throat> you know, the, the energy of higher truth, saying legal power or, or um, divine law as well, and putting it into the hands of the goddess, into the hands of the mother, into the hands of the nurturer, the protector. And so it feels a lot like there's a... A movement, a stronger movement coming for protecting the planet. You know, we have a lot of groups out there that are trying to do that. They try to prevent poaching in Africa. They try to prevent, you know, oil spills in, in the Gulf of Mexico. They try to uh, say, like, hey, we can't do this to the planet. The planet won't be able to handle it much longer, and, and we'll, we'll be in much dire straits if we don't, pay attention now um like how close do you have to get to the stove before you really realize that it's hot do you really need to touch it and actually burn yourself because we're kind of burning ourselves already if you've been in la today or if you're looking at being in las vegas over the weekend i can tell you somebody's gonna fry because it is going to be hot west coast breaking heat records everywhere east coast flooding and rain if you don't think the weather's changing because of global warming and man-made carbon pollution, you're not paying attention. <laughs> so Obama said it, and we need to do something about it. We need to create new kinds of renewable fuel. We need to anyway. That's not the point of tonight's conversation. 
but it does have to do with philosophy, and Jupiter has to do with philosophy. And so we're talking about now moving into the philosophy of care and concern, the philosophy of care and concern, the philosophy of cancer, the the sign cancer, which is about protecting those beings that live in our home and it's just a question of how visionary can you be how big can you visualize your home can you see it like the size of your block the size of your community the size of your city the size of your state the size of your country and can you see it as the size of the whole planet that we all live on and that we're all sharing and i think that What's, what's important in, in Jupiter and Cancer is an awakening to the higher truth of that, to the higher truth of <clears throat> sorry, love <clears throat> from a, a, um, a, a place of embracing what's, what's good about the planet and about each other. Embracing what's, what goodness we have in each other. And we might look around and see differences, and we might see things that we don't really like about each other. And yet, Cancerian energy talks about embracing the whole person and loving them for what you find there. And obviously, for most people, for 99% of people, um, there ought to be something that we can love with, that we find there. You know, unless we're coming from a righteous place of judgment, um, we can we can look at people and see something beautiful about each one of them. The only reason I said you know that there's a one percent is more or less like let's say people who have really so far distanced themselves from the light. It isn't that they're not worthy of that compassion. It's just sometimes hard to see it. Um, this very small percentage of people who are constantly operating from, you know, the darker side of of human behavior constantly so that there's very little to see about them that we can appreciate or love. But God said, you know, love everybody. So it it we can lump the whole 100% of us into that we're all worthy of love. And Jupiter in Cancer says that as a truth, you know, that that the higher consciousness of love coming from Cancer, coming from um, a, a maternal place of caring The higher place of that is that we're all worthy Of love and of being loved It's kind of a beautiful thing It's kind of a beautiful thing to think about um, Individuals and the differences that we have with them And why we might alienate ourselves from them Or why we might feel um, distant But, you know, your only real choice if you if you judge people um, very harshly and focus on what you don't like about them is is being alone and and you know because everyone obviously at some level will upset you will will upset all of us you know you can't put two people together for a long long period of time and not have them find their differences and it's it's being able to see those differences and still feel. Concern. I keep saying care and concern because those words are fundamentally come from the very first part of water, the very first sign of water, which is cancer. And, you know, since Jupiter has been going through the beginning of the chart for the last three years now, and it's going into the fourth sign, it's like a new cycle of development. 
you know, an expanding sense of our identity when Jupiter was in Aries and an expanded sense of our values when it was in Taurus and last year up to about now, um, an expanded sense of uh, communication and the way in which we can express our values. And now, how do we feel about the way in which things are communicated and do we do we reach a, a greater level of understanding of each other, that inside all of us we all care and feel concerned about something? Even though, say, most people are, have that kind of limited, let's say, to their own family group or their friends, you know, there are a lot of people that are very charitable. That's Cancerian. Charity is Cancerian because it has to do with caring and being concerned for things on a larger level. Um, no matter what, you know, I guess you're giving your money to, you, you, you're care, you care or you're concerned about those things. <clears throat> so that sort of connects with the, um, you know, the movement of Jupiter through the signs. And now we're seeing um, the connection, a more emotional connection to what it is that we value and the way in which we're communicating it. This year is going to bring that emotional um, energy to the um, Uranian-Pluto square. So Jupiter in Cancer is um, a very shimmering and warm embrace from a very loving maternal energy. It's a kind of an all-enveloping, safe place where if you give into it, if you let go into it, if you surrender to it, then you can find that you're um, wrapped in its love and surrounded by the warmth of its care and concern for you. Um, the divine goddess is there for all of us. That's the idea, is that... Um, None of us really need to want or lack or feel afraid. And if we can um, connect with that, connect with the energy that provides that sense of protection and safety, then we can know that whatever is going on around us, that we're still being loved, we're still being cared for, we're still being protected, even if it's not clear that even, you know, the, the maternal energy, it's balancing, allowing you to be an individual with wanting to influence, you know, and protect you through guidance, through some kind of maternal guidance. There's still a balance of letting you be an individual and experience things of your own accord. So the, the sort of ultimate peak of this Jupiter Cancer energy has to do with accepting that, knowing that we're protected if we needed it. If we needed it, it would be there for us. But as we've grown and as we take responsibility for ourselves, it takes us backseat. Now we're going to see it coming more to the, to the forefront again because apparently in our developmental process, in that evolutionary process, Jupiter and Cancer, Cancer is signifying that we need more maternal love. We need more guidance. We need to be protected more, you know. It would be nice if we had like an epidemic of rainbows, you know, instead of um, the burdensome heat and the tornadoes and the, the hurricanes and the flooding. 
wouldn't it be nice if the earth could show us um, an epidemic of rainbows? Here, here, I'm all for that. And um, I'm pretty sure on that note, I'm going to leave you until next week. Um, that felt really nice. So uh, I'm going to say um, have a good night. Dr. Craig Martin, you're listening to the Inside Connection Radio. Don't forget, you can call in and get a free reading on the show. I want to thank my archive listeners. Some of you guys can come on over to the live show, and I'll be happy to chat it up with you for a few minutes here on the Inside Connection. Thanks, and have a good night.
Goodbye to the 